Hey, what's good, son? It's your boy, ER. You already know me, and this is Forever Slow Stroke on the podcast, episode 84. Anytime we come a long way, and there's something I've really got to talk to you about. We're going to get into this whole gold thing. I'm going to give you the breakdown, help you understand gold and what's going on with Russia right now, son. The joint is crazy, son. But first, please like and subscribe if you're enjoying the content. If this is your first time, definitely like and subscribe, leave a comment, or whatever, son, you want to do. I appreciate it all, son. Thank you for viewing. And thank you for listening, especially those that are on, like, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, because that's where most of the views come from, son. It's valid, son. But anyway, son, let's go ahead and get into it, right, son? Please understand, first, I'm not a financial advisor, son. I just got to let you know that. But, so, you need to understand gold, right? And I want to give you a little bit of history. So, gold was um, the main currency back in 700 BC, right, son? And then that's when they came out with paper. And, um, you know, 618 to about 907, right? Um, then after you got the paper, you got the gold standard in 1879. And I'm going to tell you all of this, what all this means. And the gold standard came to an end in 1971, son. So from 700 BC to 1971, right? So that was gold's era, right, for currency. Now, um, why gold, right? So what is the main focus on money, right? There are three main focuses on money, right? One, it has to be used as a medium for exchange, right? It's to be used as a medium for exchange. Number two, it has to store and hold value. And number three, it has to be a unit of value, right? So you need to take notes on this chart, right? So, so one, be used as a medium for exchange. Two, store and hold value. Three, be a unit of value, right? That's the main focus of money. And then in terms of a unit, a unit has to be um, these three things, right? It cannot be found anywhere. It has to be hard, to, difficult to harvest, um, which means like it can't be printed or easily created, right? And it has to, and number three, it has to be durable, right? It has to have some strength to it. It has to be strong. It can't just, you know, if you go outside and it's raining, it, it it's destroyed, right? It has to be durable, right? Um, now, um, throughout history, we've all probably can imagine this. There was some, you know, issues with gold, right? And there are like five main issues, right? Number one, can it can be debased, right? So, number two, it's fluctuations based on the supply. If you uh, just for reference for that, think about the um, California gold rush, right? So, think of the California gold rush. Um, number three. It's hard to transport, right? Because it's heavy. Gold is heavy. You can't just walk around with all your gold in your pocket, son. And unless you don't have a lot of gold, that may be that. <laughs> Number four is issues with having multiple denominations of gold. Uh, because you have the different, you know, the different carats of gold. 10, 12, 10 14, 24 is different carats of gold, right? Um, and then you have a limited supply of gold, right, son? So these are the problems that people saw with gold. So, that was gold, right? And then after gold, you know, when we got into the paper, right, we got into this IOU, right? And and what the paper bill was basically saying, like, look, I owe you this amount in gold, right? So, that's what the paper bills represent. So, the paper bills that came out in 618 to um, 907, you know, after, after Christ, AC, son, that's when people were like, oh, I don't have all my gold on me, but... I can give you I can give you this slip and that slip will represent how much money I owe you in gold. You could go to this bank and cash out for that much gold, right? That I owe you from my account, from my holdings. Or you can meet me later 
and I owe you that amount of gold, right? So that's how the slips work, the paper, right? And eventually the IOUs, they couldn't be valued at different banks, which led to the opening of the first central bank in the, um, in England, right? And I think that was in 1694, if I'm not mistaken, right? Then that's how the, the bank um, regulated the printing of the IOUs, right? So the bank, they would uh, ultimately, you know, say, hey, look, you know, you you owe somebody this. Okay, look, we could print the IOU and you could come and get the, the bill, you know, here, here, or here. I mean, you could get the go here, here, here with this IOU. So that's like they regulated that joint and it made it very, very, very valid for them, right? And then later on, they, they that led to the gold standard, right? And, and people may say, oh, what's the gold standard? The gold standard is pretty much the system that backs the currency with gold, right? So you have a currency, and it's backed by gold, and that is the gold standard, right? Um, the U.S. adopted the system, and um, it limited, and it was some issues because it limited the government and the bank's ability to excessively issue paper currency, right? But some may see that as a downside, but I think that is valid. Why? Because it it prevented huge out-of-hand inflation, right? So the fact that you cannot print more money than you have so you can't print a bill for gold that you don't have, right, son? And that's how you limit inflation because now what people are doing is they say, oh, we need we need money, so we got to print, right? But you don't have a currency that's going to back up that bread, right? So now you're taking a loan. So that's how that worked, right? Now, in the, um, so after about World War I in 1914 and the Great Depression in 1929, changes in the gold standard occurred, right? So... In the 1930s, um, the U.S. and the United Kingdom, they um, they stopped redeeming cash for gold coins. And at that point, there's no more gold standard, right, son? And the reason they did that, the reason they took away the gold standard <laughs> was because they said there wasn't enough gold available for the bank to... Um, there wasn't enough gold available to back the amount of desired currency, right? So they wanted to increase the money supply. So... Basically, what they said, look, we want more we want more cash, but we don't have more assets to support this cash. So we got to get rid of this gold standard. Right. And money lost value because it turned into debt at that point. Right. So that's why they say like cash is debt. And it is because cash is basically an IOU. But now there's an IOU for a blank. Right. There's an IOU for something that that's not there. It's no longer backed by gold. It's just it's just a bill saying, oh. This is this was money and this is what this represents. I owe you something, but it's nothing to back that up. And that's when um, I feel like the fiat dollar bill um, somewhat replaced the gold standard at that point, right, son? Now that was a great background of um, of gold, right, son, and and the history of it, son. But what's going on now is um, so Russia. I think they want to return to the gold standard, right, son? So if you already know what's going on with the Russian war, son, so basically they have no access to bread, right? All their money, you know, it got halted. It got, well, not halted. It, it got frozen. Their assets are frozen, right, son? But Russia has a lot of um, commodities, right? They have a lot of great commodities that that the world appreciates. They have gold. They have oil. They have other precious metals, right, son? So like copper, some maybe a little silver, but they have they have precious metals that are important, and they have, you know, oil, right, son, and that's valid. So what they're thinking, I I think 
what they're thinking of doing is backing up, you know, currency with gold, hence the gold standard, right, son? So I'm looking at this article, right, son? Um, and it says, at the same time, the purchases, the purchase of U.S. dollars is to be made more difficult with the tax. Gold would thus become the last lifeline for the threatened private assets of Russian citizens. The push could pave the way for a return to some kind of gold standard at the national level, an almost historic event. So, it's been a while. 1971. Since 1971, the dollar has been backed by nothing, son. Um, introduced internationally as the um, Bretton Woods Agreement in 1944 and abolished by the U.S. in 1971, which I told y'all, the gold standard has never been revived. His, um, his guiding principle, a state's currency is linked to real existing gold reserves so that its value is guaranteed as protection against inflation. That's how that joint works, son. So, um, later on in the article, well, you know, within the same um, page, right? It says, Putin obviously wants to ally, ally um, the fears of the population and oligarchs, I don't, I don't know the word, but, <laughs> of Russia and of an economic crisis, right? And he can thus offer all citizens an escape route for their assets that are not based on the U.S. dollar. So now a lot of currencies, which you'll see is a lot of currencies, uh, are being matched to the U.S. dollar, right, son? That's how, like, if you trade for it, you see the Euro USD, you see um, JPY USD. It's so many currencies that go against the U.S. dollar, even Bitcoin, BTC USD. You have gold, XAU USD. You have silver XAG USD, son. Every a lot of things go based off of the US um dollar, right, son? So and USD is US dollar. <laughs> but that's how that works. So I think this is very bullish news for gold. Here's some plays for you, right, son. If you trade in Forex, I think gold may hit seven I mean nineteen eighty, son, may even two thousand dollars, son. Two K would be valid for gold. It's been a while since we was at those levels. I think it was sometime, what was that? Um Sometime in the summer of 2020, summer 2020, um, around August, August 2020, that was the last time we was above 2K, and we've been hitting resistance around that area, so I think it's valid, right, son? So some plays outside of Forex, you could look at, if you're on the stock side, you could look at gold, or you could look at FNB. I think FNB is valid, son. FNB definitely prints, son. I've made valid bread off of FNB, son, and I love FNB. Or you could just... Go to the silver side, play SLV. If you don't want to play on the four side, you want to play on the four side. Silver, you could do um, XAG USD, son. There's a lot of plays, son, but gold is value, son. Gold has value, and I feel like a lot of people sleep on it, son. If you want to talk to me more about this topic, because I got words for you, son, son. <laughs> In episode 84, I got words for you. If you want to talk more about this, son, just hit me. But this is Forever Slow Stroke on the podcast, son. And that's all I really got for y'all, son. So y'all enjoy y'all weekend, son. Y'all enjoy um, y'all week. Definitely make that bread today. I mean, well, not today, but yeah, today, but also during the week, son. But y'all be know how it goes, son. All right, I'll holler at you. Oof.